ever-changing, on-demand world, we're always reacting. On the defense to information and instant choices in our faces, on our phones, and in our lives, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This posturing happened over time as we as a society have become insistent on instant gratification the more we've fallen in love with artificial intelligence and tech culture. Being caught in this stimuli reaction cycle feels like just that, a trap. But it's little more than our body's natural physiological response to stress, fight or flight. Adrenaline and cortisol hormones flood your brain as your adrenal glands attempt to protect your body. Trouble or threat, run and hide or fight, which is the safer plan? We don't want to turn off these base instincts, but much like that bathroom facet the kids use, you know that one, it's got kind of a floppy handle and maybe the water runs too much or not at all. Over and improper use of a tool can cause malfunction and damage. Have you been leaning too hard on your adrenal glands and they're stuck in emergency mode? So how do we find our perspective in the middle of an emotional storm? perspective is powerful but it's also the hardest thing to hold on to in times of stress when you need it the most so what can we do when we find ourselves losing our grip on our sanity and our reality we're going to walk through a few options today I'm going to give you some helpful tips you'll find one or two or all six that will be helpful to you the next time you feel you might just burst open and give you a few options to help roll that tide back to remind you that you are in control of you. This is Mary Alice. It's Mitten Made Mindfulness. Stay with me. Thanks for listening. One of the original and easiest relaxation techniques is breath work. Your breath is accessible to you all the time, anywhere you go, any time of day, any time of year, anywhere you are, in the car, at work, at home. So let's start with an easy breath exercise. This is the first teaching exercise for Buddhist monks. This is the first walking exercise that I learned to do. So it's the one I want to start with you today. It's very simple and very easy. So we're going to first free our mind from all preconceived notions of any kind of meditation or breath work that you've done in the past. So let's let go of all of that. Erase, erase, erase. <laughs> and this, we're going to breathe in 
and breathe out. <laughs> Sound simple enough? We breathe in. We want to know that we are breathing in. And when we breathe out, that we are breathing out. And that's it. In and out. Now, of course, all simple things are a bit more complicated than they seem. This is true of this first breath work, or pranayama. It is a harnessing, not a control, of breath. Respiration, the center of that word, spirit, we are connecting our body and mind with our breath, the spirit, breathing in and out, respiriting our bodies with our breath. By closing your eyes, wherever you may be, if you're not driving, <laughs> pull over to the side of the road. Let me preface that for a moment here. Let's take safety into account. As long as you are not currently behind the wheel of a vehicle that is going down the road uh, or operating machinery, if you are in a place that is safe, let's close those eyes and take a deep cleansing breath in. And exhale, breathe out. And leaving your eyes closed again, breathing in as you inhale. Let your lungs fill with that wonderful air. As you breathe in, smile to your lungs. closed. Inhale deeply through your nose. And on your inhale, smile to your nose. Let's exhale slowly as controlled as the inhale. Again through your nose and on your exhale. your trachea and esophagus. Let your mouth fall open and your breathing return to normal. Don't try to have any kind of control over it in any way. You've brought some awareness to your breath. Simply observe as you breathe in and out. Intrusive thoughts come in, acknowledge them, 
without judgment, noticing them, and returning back to your breath. Continue like this, breathing in and out with your eyes closed for as long as you need until you come to a place of center and calm. You can incorporate a scanning of your body with this breath work to take it a step further. Using this breath that you've cultivated on your inhale. Use your loving breath to scan your body for any areas of tension or discomfort. As you exhale, breathe out the toxins and the stress, releasing white energy. Exhale. Release out all negativity. Impurities. cultivating as you scan down your body releasing any tension from your face softening at the temples and clenching your jaw letting your tongue move away from the back of your teeth relaxing your shoulders From the earth, draw up your energizing energies to recharge with whatever you are lacking today. We are all connected. Use this universal interconnectedness now to reach out and draw in what you need. Cultivate that in your center. 
visualize it in the front of your brain, in the front of your eyes. Hold it in your heart. Using the breath and scanning with the breath are steps one and two of our relaxation techniques. Step three might seem obvious, but is super powerful. Using gratitude. Gratitude lists, being thankful for what we have in our lives now is an interesting and powerful perspective shifting paradigm. What do I mean when I say that? Uh, It's difficult to keep yourself in a place of want or need when you are in a place of thankfulness. When I'm having a pity party and feeling sorry for myself for whatever reason, Maybe it's a bad day with my health. Maybe I didn't get what I wanted in any given situation. Making a gratitude list is a quick and easy way for me to shift my way of thinking to get me out of my self-pity and to make me appreciate all of the wonderful blessings that I do have in my life every day. journal. It's a separate little book or flip book. It doesn't have to be fancy. I stock up on these at the dollar store. I'll find all kinds of cute little patterns or whatever you like best, whatever's easiest for you to keep on hand. You can use your phone. You can use reminders. You can do this with your Siri. And Write down three things every day that you are grateful for. Again, you don't have to go crazy with this. You can keep it simple. You can be grateful that the sun is shining. You can be grateful that you woke up this morning. And you can be grateful that the alarm clock went off. Three things. Perfect. You don't have to be existential. It doesn't have to be theorems. It doesn't have to be... I hope you understand what I mean. I'm not asking you to be a philosopher on life, become a monk. What do you have right now that's tangible? Did you sleep in a bed? Did you wake up in a warm house? Did you have food to eat? Did you have water to drink? 
There are so many things we so easily take for granted every day in our lives while we're freaking out because our Amazon Prime didn't come in its promised two days. While we're fitting out because our convenient lives didn't happen as conveniently as we wanted them to. When we're near cardiac arrest because we're stuck in traffic on our way home from work and there's nowhere for us to go yet we rage against being stuck. So next time you're in a traffic jam and your go-to is to road rage or try to find a way to weasel around the guy in front of you or yell at the lady to your right. How about recognizing your stuckness and surrendering to it? If we allow ourselves even just a little bit of space by recognizing we have control over just ourselves and by not bowing down to the franticness of the mob, if we all just gave ourselves a little bit of space, what might happen in that traffic jam? Now I know what all of you sitting on the 405 are saying right now. But think about that for a moment. Next time we are in a mental traffic jam, take a minute. Instead of reacting to stop, take a minute to recognize your body is setting off an alarm to you an alert and since the car next to you is not a tiger or a lion running at you from the bush and your child in the next room crying is not a life or death threat it is our job to learn how to be discerning from the signals that we receive from our bodies and our minds. How to deal with them appropriately and in a way that we can reach a true sense of calm and wellness. A real sense of homeostasis. other options to help give ourselves a little bit of space when we're jammed up in our stress. Take a walk, go outside, get some fresh air, a little bit of exercise to get your heart pumping in the right way can counteract the negative hormones that are set off by the reaction to stress in our bodies.
spending some time in a healthy relationship, an exchange of conversation, talking, laughing with a loved one, has proven benefits. Giving back, sharing time with others, this spikes onto that gratitude topic we discussed earlier. Pumping your heart muscle in a different kind of way. Laughter truly is the best medicine. And any way you can get it works. Watch your favorite movie, listen to your favorite comic, call up a girlfriend, have a chat. Laugh it out. Laughter releases the good hormones, again, to counteract the bad ones. And finally, talk therapy and cognitive behavioral therapy have been proven to reduce the instances of anxiety and depression, especially when paired with the oversight of a primary care physician and possibly combined with medication. Don't limit yourself by limiting your brain on what might be helpful to you in the course of your journey to wellness. Establishing a self-care routine takes time and effort like anything, so don't become discouraged. The idea here is to create space, to give ourselves time between an event and our reaction, to create a self-care sphere, a bubble of protection. This is Mary Alice in Mitten Made Mindfulness. From me to you, may the light in my heart bow to the light in yours. Namaste. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.